At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare getting ready to take on spring make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools from hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more. Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo play this is vsin tonight with veteran handicappers matt humans and wes reynolds on vsin the sports betting network all right to circuit college hoops challenge we move to week seven and we have uh, tim murray of vsin on with us now matt humans wes reynolds here in the uh circa sports book on a friday night tim murray about to leave on a vacation overseas and uh, he can't wait. He's going to be watching conference tournaments poolside or beachside uh, next week instead of here at the sportsbook. But, uh, Tim, here we go into uh, week seven. You are 16, 13, and one, 16 and a half points, two points back of Will Hill. And we have essentially eight guys who have a shot to win this contest as we uh, head down the stretch. How do you feel? How confident are you heading into uh, Saturday's games? I'm oozing with confidence, Matt. I'm always <laughs> me, you know. I won't yeah. complain at all, and uh, no, uh, I'm feeling all right. You know, it's uh, it's it's a unique uh, day uh, tomorrow, certainly uh, with you know situational spots, and uh, hopefully uh, we're picking the right situations to uh, to bet on. You can see Tim's jersey in the background. Muhlenberg Mules, they retired his number forty-four, or he retired it. It's up in a, <laughs> it's on the wall in the back. All right, Tim. Uh, let's get to it. This is a popular play. This is also my best bet. You you and I have the same best bet. We talked about this on the uh, V-CIN College Basketball Betting Podcast this week. And you got to think Tennessee's a fade. Was the guy Ziegler, the point guard, out for the season with the torn ACL? This number flipped. Now, it opened today, Auburn plus one and a half. And right now, Auburn is a slight favorite, one-point favorite against Tennessee. I'm a little surprised. I thought Auburn was going to open as a favorite. I actually made Auburn a two-point favorite in this game, so I was happy to grab one and a half at the opener. What's your handicap here? Tennessee at Auburn, your best bet. Well, the way uh, this contest works, as you have uh, let people know, is when we get our picks in, you take a look at the timestamp of that email, and then you compare it to what it is, uh, either DraftKings or Circa. And I had a feeling, we said it on the podcast, Matt, that this number – would would move quickly. So I was uh, I was racing to get this sucker in, uh, and uh, you know that's why you know I, I I saw the plus one and a half and and thought it was you know a great spot. You mentioned Zakai Ziegler uh, being lost for the season, devastating blow there for Tennessee, and you know for Auburn and you know I'll mention this with Utah State too, they're on very thin bubble. Well, right now, um, you know, look, depending on, you know, what bracket you look at, maybe a 10, maybe headed to Dayton. Now, I don't think anyone really has them out of the field, 
but they could really use a big time win. This would be a quad one win against a, a quality Tennessee team in the metrics. And, you know, I just, you know, coming off back-to-back losses like Auburn is, uh, blowing that lead uh, like they did, guys, against our, uh, against Alabama earlier this week. Bruce Pearl being all fired up after the game on uh, on local radio talking about, uh, you know, just how the game was officiated. I think mm-hmm. all that put together just leads to a, a, a great spot for Auburn at home. You know the crowd's going to be ramped up. So I think this is a big, big spot to back Auburn and also a spot to certainly fade Tennessee a little bit, uh, knowing that Ziegler's out. Yeah, make it three for three because that is actually my best bet, Tim. And you you described that very well. I remember I was getting ready to watch IU-Purdue. Auburn-Tennessee, of course, ran, ran over because every game's got to run over in college basketball now. But if you remember, Wendell Green got fouled on that three, didn't get a chance nope. to land, and no call uh, for Auburn. So mm-hmm. that's one of the reasons I kind of thought, okay, Bruce Pearl is really going to want to get at these guys. Of course, Bruce Pearl, formerly the head coach of Tennessee, so always fired up for that. But I'm aboard with you guys, and I'm aboard with you, Tim, on this other one too. Texas, uh, the burnt orange uh, Texas Longhorns, minus two and a half over Kansas. Kansas, of course, has wrapped up the Big 12 title. I think they're pretty safely on the one line. I think it's a big spot for the Longhorns. Agreed. Yeah, huge spot for Texas coming off back-to-back losses. Lost last Saturday. I know that was a popular play in the contest. Uh, I think, Matt, I think you had Baylor uh, last Saturday. And then Texas gets the cover but does not get the win uh, on Wednesday against TCU. So certainly not a spot, guys, where it's like uh, Auburn where they have to win to kind of help their chances to get in the field. Texas has no issues there. But, you know, I'm – I'm backing Texas in a revenge spot. They lost to Kansas back in early February. Um, I, I, I'm sure this Texas team is is trying to end on a high note. And then the last part of this, too, guys, is what Wes just mentioned. I mean, this is a Kansas team that has really defied a lot of odds. And Bill Self is going to be coach of the year uh, nationally, and uh, rightfully so. You lose you know, two first-round picks. You lose six of your eight top starters. But you saw how they kind of embraced that Big 12 championship. They won it outright. It is the 17th time in 20 years Bill Self has led Kansas to a at least a part of the Big 12 regular season crown. I think 13th outright. But what were they doing at, at you know when they beat Texas Tech? They were you know pointing to their fingers. They were they were ready to get their championship ring. So I do think there's a little bit of a hangover here for Kansas. Uh, not a ton to play for, uh, you know, the Big 12 tournament right around the corner, one seed in the NCAA tournament. So the more desperate teams could be Texas, a little bit of revenge too, trying to avoid a three-game losing streak going into Big 12 tournament play. So uh, that's why I like Texas here, and that's why I quickly grabbed the two and a half. All right, all good points. Texas, a two and a half point favorite over Kansas. And uh, Tim Murray's other play so far, Auburn plus one and a half. That was the number today at the opener. Uh, DraftKings, Auburn plus one and a half against Tennessee. Right now, Circa is at Auburn minus two on that game, so we got the best of it uh, with Auburn. Let's go down to 698 on the rotation, and um, you got to think there's going to be a hangover for the Fighting Irish and Mike Bray. We All three of us run Notre Dame plus four and a half against Pitt, and that came in easily. Uh, no sweat in uh, Bray's final home game. Now the Irish, nine-point dogs on the road against a Clemson team that really needs this one. Circuit still has Clemson minus nine. DraftKings has it down to minus eight. Tim, you're laying the points with the Tigers. Yeah, um, a, a bit surprised at this move, but it is a big number. And this was my my last entry uh, to get in there. Um, I was debating between a couple, but ultimately I, I'm hoping that Clemson can kind of channel what they showed uh, last Saturday, which was that road dominant victory against NC State. Um, they were a very popular dog earlier this week on the road at UVA, uh, and UVA won and covered uh, in that spot, which was felt like a kind of a sell-high spot on Clemson or more so buy low on UVA. But you mentioned it, Matt. Uh, the three of us on the Irish earlier this week, and you mentioned hangover, which I think is a great way to put it because Mike Bray could potentially still be hungover, literally. <laughs> uh, went out to the local bar, linebacker, enjoyed himself, some videos of him uh, – taking some shots of Jameson. Hey, your last game as the all-time winningest head coach in Notre Dame history uh, there at Purcell Pavilion. Go enjoy yourself. 
I am very curious to see how this team prepared the last two days to get ready for Clemson, a Clemson team, guys, that might be the most desperate of all of these teams that we mentioned. They are on, on most projections on the outside looking in. Not that a Notre Dame win will help them, but a Notre Dame loss would be crippling to any chances of getting into the NCAA tournament. I mean, this is a Clemson team that started off red hot, um, you know, 7-0 and in conference play, 10-1 and at one point in time. So I think you're going to get the best effort from Clemson. Certainly, I'm not getting the best number for the contest as it went down to eight. But I think Clemson, certainly a first-half look, uh, but we can't play those in the contest. So I went full game here in what was a real big fade of the Irish coming off an emotional victory on what has been an absolutely terrible year for Notre Dame. Tim, we talked the other night, uh, actually on that night of Notre Dame-Pittsburgh, and we thought, you know what? If Mike Bray would have left South Bend last year, maybe he would have ended up at GW at George Washington. But it's Chris Caputo now, first-year head coach. And Chris Caputo, by the way, has his team over 500, 16 and 14. I think first time since 2017, GW has been over 500 this late in the year. They're getting VCU. VCU is going to be the number one seed at the Barclays Center next week in the A-10 tournament. Why do you like the dog here, Tim? Yeah, I think you kind of hit on it right there. I'm just uh, I'm taking points with a team that's playing much better right now. Uh, four game winning streak here for the Colonials. I was hoping that GW would be vying for one of those double buys. They cannot get to it. They can get as high as the five seed, uh, but they cannot get to the double buy, which is unfortunate. Would have made this a much bigger play for me. But I still like GW in this spot, catching seven because VCU really has nothing to play for. Uh, and this is also a spot, guys, where the 8-10, believe it or not, is going to be a one-bid league mm -hmm. this year. So for VCU, where's the motivation? This isn't a spot where they have to win this game to keep their at-large chances alive. Honestly, they know they have to win the 8-10 tournament. They're going to have a double bye. And there's a realistic shot, guys, that they could be playing this very George Washington team in the quarterfinals of the Atlantic 10 tournament. Actually, the semifinals, I beg your pardon. So I just think GW at home, final game of a regular season, as, as you mentioned, Wes, a, a season where here they are, 16 and 14 are the Colonials. So catching seven at home, VCU locked up the one seed. That's why I rolled with GW here, because I could see this being a pretty motivated spot for George Washington to try to head into the A-10 tournament on a relative high note. All right, let's get to your last play here, Tim. 7.06, Utah State, you're laying four and a half. The circuit number's up to five, and uh, it's pretty obvious that uh, the Aggies need this win. And they're off a 25-point blowout at UNLV. And uh, Boise obviously uh, closed that game against San Diego State with a 14-0 run to get a win they really needed against the Aztecs. I'm with you here. I think Utah State gets the win. You're probably not crazy about laying the four and a half, but you're going to do it here. Yeah, we talked about it on the podcast, Matt. We were we were both you know lockstep on this one. I saw the four and a half. I said, I'm not crazy about that, but I'll roll with it here. Uh, like you said, I'll, I'll keep it brief. Boise State, emotional victory, maybe a victory that locked up their at-large chances for the NCAA tournament, coming back and beating San Diego State. And then you've got Utah State, very much on the bubble, phenomenal shooting team, and the R word, R word that we love so much, revenge. Boise State smoked Utah State back in early January, so we'll roll with the Aggies here. All right, that's old number 44 for the Mules, Tim Murray. <laughs> uh, good luck this weekend. Back here See in a couple guys. minutes. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. 
Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs. Yeah, like check out these hair plugs. I mean, don't just walk around, hey, tapping, hey, <laughs> hey stranger, I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that with everyone you meet? Some people try to act like they, uh, you know what I mean. Yeah, but I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot? Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or, like, put a sign in your yard, but... All right, so what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. All right, welcome back. Live from Las Vegas, the Circa College Hoops Challenge. We're in the week number seven. You just heard from Tim Murray, v host, his top five plays this week. Let's get to run down some of the more some more of the contestants' plays here before we get to Wes Reynolds, and he will explain his best bets this week on the Saturday College Hoops card. On the show with us tonight was Aaron Moore, sports media professor at Ryder University. Aaron uh, covered college hoops, wrote about it for the Philadelphia Inquirer, and Basketball Times. He's a VSIN contributor now. He is 16 and 14 in this contest. And uh, you can take a look at the standings right now. Will Hill at the top, 18, 11, and 1. And uh, he is in first place by a point over Jim Root, college basketball handicapper out of Chicago with a three man weave and a field of 68 group. Rex Byers, lead odds maker, play up USA. Rex will tell you nobody in the world makes better numbers than he does when it comes to college hoops. <laughs> Greg Hoops Peterson needs no explanation. The Greg Peterson experience every night here, actually um, Monday through Friday, or Sunday through Thursday. Sunday through Thursday. Sunday through Thursday here on VSIN, the host. And he is right now probably recording his Coast to Coast Hoops podcast for VSIN. I wonder if he keeps his uh, home as uh, as warm as he certainly does this studio after we leave. That, that tends to irritate you, doesn't it, that he cranks it, up the temperature it, it, in the studio? It does. Uh, gets it up to about 75, by the way. We're at a cool 66 degrees. We like we like Rocky Meat Locker status, yeah, man. Be, man. We're be, punching the meat. That'd be okay with me if it was 58 degrees in here. I don't yes. Care. Greg, Greg keeps the thermometer at like 76, right? Yes. Yeah. All right, anyway, the uh, standings. Will Hill on top, 18 and a half. Then you've got... Jim Root, Rex Byers, Greg Peterson right there, all within a point and a half, and uh, followed by Tim Murray at 16 and a half, Aaron Moore and myself at 16, and then Wes Reynolds needs to make a run here in the final three weeks. Paul Stone, Daniel Alvari right there at 10 and 20 and 2 and 4 in their best bets with 10 points each. All right, let's get to Aaron Moore, sports media professor. And uh, four and one last week with the best bet winner. Here we go. He's going to the Ivy League with his first play. Princeton minus four against Penn and that big rivalry. Charlotte plus four. I forgot who's Charlotte playing, Wes. Charlotte is, uh, I believe, playing. Uh, That's not a game I handicapped on the so- college yeah, card. Yeah, hang um, on. My screen went dead. Caught you off guard there. UTEP, pick him against Middle Tennessee. Auburn plus one and a half against Tennessee. And the best bet for Aaron Moore is Texas A&M plus two against Auburn. Now, Aaron was quick to get his plays in. 
he got the best of the number in the Auburn and Texas A&M games. So if uh, you could throw up his plays there, Princeton minus four, Charlotte plus four, Auburn plus one and a half, UTEP pick, and best bet, Texas A&M plus two against number two, Alabama. And that's an early Mm -hmm. tip-off tomorrow morning. So get your plays in. Right now, A&M's still a small dog there, plus one against Bama. I think A&M might be without Dexter Dennis in that game. Some injury news there you might want to keep an eye on. He's kind of an important player for the Aggies. Charlotte, by the way, is uh, playing UAB. They will be hosting uh, the Blazers in the season finale. That Princeton Penn. Of course, a very early tip-off, 9 Pacific, 12 Eastern. Uh, both those teams, they're actually fighting for the Ivy League title. I mentioned, you know, when we talked with Jim Ruder, he had the uh, Cornell over. Cornell trying to get that fourth spot in the Ivy League. It's between them and Brown. But Yale, Princeton, and Penn all tied at 9-4 and four in that four-team Ivy tournament. All right, let's get to Will Hill, the leader in the contest. Will, 18-11-1, on the best bets, and uh, his best bet is USC Upstate plus eight. What do you think of this? After USC Upstate banks in a three at the buzzer mm-hmm. to beat Gardner-Webb in the Big South tournament today. Well, again, you know, Asheville, who is the number one seed, and that's who USC Upstate is going to play tomorrow, Asheville's kind of been, you know, if you look at that Ken Palm luck metric, which I like to look at, I think they were like number one for most of the season. They still might be actually number one in that luck metric. They have won so many close games. By the way, their main guy is Drew Pember, uh, a a center for UNC Asheville, who I believe today had 29 points in the win over Charleston Southern. And he only took, or he, he only made three shots. And he had 29 points. I'm looking at a stat he line. Must have hit 20 22 of 24 from the line. Wow. And 16 rebounds, by the way, uh, for their win. Charleston Southern played them tough, but UNC Asheville gets the win. UNC Asheville actually split the season with USC Upstate. Beat them by six in January and then lost by six on, uh, on the road. So uh, USC Upstate starting to play decent basketball. Coached by uh, Dave Dickerson, who's a former Thad Mata assistant. At Ohio State, USC Upstate was nine and thirteen to start February, and now they're sixteen and fourteen, and going to be one game away, perhaps, from playing for a conference championship. Could be a Cinderella team. USC Upstate, the best bet for Will Hill, Upstate plus eight. Okay, his other plays: Ohio State plus seven and a half at Michigan State. He got the best of the number there with the Buckeyes against the Spartans. Ohio State suddenly a hot team with back-to-back wins. I know. Is is it a coincidence? I guess third is. I guess it has to be three for a winning streak. Right. Because twice is a coincidence. So I, I'm with Will on that play. Louisville plus twenty at Virginia. This number's dropped just a tick to nineteen. But the Cardinals are four and twenty six, and uh, Virginia looking to get back on the track. That, that's the Cavaliers. just pitiful. Yes, it is pitiful. <laughs> For a this, program like Louisville. That we grew be, up oh, with, oh, with Louisville when they were like one of the it programs. Well, think about all the money that that uh, athletic department has, mm-hmm. all the money in those programs. And uh, you got to think that there's going to be some serious changes in the offseason at Louisville. Kenny Payne, his first year as coach, he was supposed to get the players. It hasn't happened. Yeah, that's what you get him. Get get the dudes because he, yeah. of course, is part of that World Wide West pop, to- pipeline. Going to have to get some uh, serious talent in there to turn that thing around, or he's going to be going four and twenty-six. I just can't believe Louisville is that bad, and start out the season with a few one-point losses. Mm-hmm. Had some bad luck, and things snowballed from there. Will Hill, Ohio State plus seven and a half. Louisville plus twenty. West Virginia minus four against K State. Texas minus two and a half against Kansas. So those are the five plays for the leader in the contest. Ohio State, Louisville, West Virginia, Texas, and best bet, USC Upstate. Jim Root, who's one point back of uh, Will Hill, who's got 18.5 Root, has got 17.5 points, 17-12-1. Looking for that elusive best bet winner. He's 0-5-1 on the best bets. It's very odd. Okay, Jim, Jim Root's first play. St. John's Marquette over 158. TCU minus two at Oklahoma. Long Beach State, UC Davis over 153.5. UNLV plus 8.5 at Reno. And the best bet, Columbia Cornell over 159. So he's got three overs there. I actually like that top over, St. John's and Marquette, because I think this is going to be interesting for Marquette. Now, this is not a team that has a lot of seniors, 
But uh-huh. this is going to be kind of a coronation day for them, right? You know, because they're officially Big East champions, number one seed in the Garden. You got an w- opponent willing to run with you that prefers to play that style. I think that's going to be a high-scoring game. What do you think about his best bet? That was the Cornell. Columbia I can see Cornell it. over one. Columbia is the pits in the Ivy League. They're dead last. Cornell. That's the style they want to play. Brian Earl, the head coach there, shoot a lot of threes, so I don't disagree with it at all. All right, let's get to Wes Reynolds. Your five plays here. We've talked a little bit about these during the show, and don't forget to show replay up at VSIN.com if you want to catch everything we talked about tonight in three hours. Wes Reynolds has played Texas A&M plus one and a half against Alabama, Ohio State plus seven and a half at Michigan State, West Virginia minus four against K-State, Texas minus two and a half against Kansas, and Auburn, plus one and a half, the best bet, Auburn against Tennessee. We've talked about all these. These are uh, mm-hmm. pretty much, pretty common plays in this contest, Wes. Yeah, and uh, A&M, by the way, you're seeing some two and a half out there on the minus side. Buzz's team's really good offensive rebounding, eighth in the country in offensive rebounding percentage. Burden in foul shot rate as well, so they get to the line. Also, that defense they play, they want to make you take a lot of threes. Alabama is willing to do so. I don't think they're going in tomorrow. So, <clears throat> I like the Aggies uh, also. Well, you're right about that, by the way. Both teams are uh, both books. So, we use DraftKings and Circa, both at Texas A&M minus two now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, so I, I like Ohio State, too, for the reason I mentioned in terms of the fact that they've won a couple in a row. They're starting to get at least some positive regression. Uh, you know, senior day for Michigan State for three seniors uh, obviously has been an emotional year based on what has happened a couple weeks ago, unfortunately, on the campus. But I think Ohio State's been better without Zed Key, by the way, who they shut down with an injury. I think they're a little bit more open, a little bit more multiple. So I am on Ohio State as well. I'm also on West Virginia minus four. Kansas State has won a bunch of home games at the Bramlage Coliseum at the Octagon of Doom. Now they got to go on the road to a West Virginia team that I think could use the game. I, I, I have them power rated top 25 in the country, but they may be on the bubble. They get this. I think that they're going to win this ball game. I like WVU. Also, you're on Texas. We've talked about that. And your best bet, Auburn plus one and a half. Mm-hmm. Yep. There's a guy Ziegler out uh, for this one. Bruce Burrow. We talked about it with Tim Murray. Bad call down in Knoxville. Wants to get him back on the plane. Bruce Pearl was fired up about the officiating and the loss to Alabama couple nights ago too unhappy with the way that game was called and auburn blew a 17 point lead back with greg hoops peterson this is vsin tonight with matt humans and wes reynolds on vsin the sports betting network all right i learned something very interesting about greg peterson uh, last night i'll tell you more about that here in a minute hey, by the way this weekend saturday night ufc 285 big event gonna be at the uh, bar canada at the d to watch this with big randy mckay mike palm west reynolds uh ufc 285 is where you want to be if you're gonna head to bet rivers online sportsbook bet rivers has you covered for every line out and boost bet the big names on the ufc 285 card you get parlay insurance if you play it, check out betrivers.com or download the app, BetRivers Sportsbook at betrivers.com. All right, so Greg Peterson right now is a trim. I guessed him at 150 pounds when he walked in the studio last night. Now mm-hmm. he keeps this room like a sauna, Wes, as you mentioned, <laughs> 76 degrees while he does his show. Greg said last night you were, at one point, Greg, you were, what, 220 pounds? When was this? 215 pounds back in high school. Yeah, it's been a nice little weight loss for myself. Went to college, trimmed up a little bit, and been able to keep it off. How did you balloon up to uh, 215? Were you drinking a lot of beer? What was the deal? No, that was a lot of Mountain Dew. A six-pack a day is <laughs> not what you need. Oh, uh, man. That is how you don't keep the doctor away. So we cut out the soda. We decided, you know what, maybe actually taking some steps from time to time might be able to help out. So. He decided to get into some jogging, and here we are. A nice trim, buck 50 or so, enjoying life. And Matt, you, I'm with you guys. So, Matt, okay. you and I jog, man, but we jogged to the refrigerator or to the yeah. bar. That's true. I, I've never <laughs> I've never been on that diet where you drink six Mountain Dews a day. I can tell you that. <laughs> That's GUnit underscore 81 on Twitter. Host of the Greg Peterson Experience. No longer on the six Mountain Dew a day diet. 
down to 150 pounds. All right, Hoops, in this contest, you're 17 and 13, 2 and 4 on best bets. Uh, you got to improve that best bet record here down the stretch. Let's see if you can do it. And this is not your best bet. You and I are on Kansas plus three and a half. Three other guys in the contest are opposite us on this play, and they are playing Texas minus two and a half. Hoops, make a convincing case here for taking a three with the Jayhawks in Austin. Kansas has won in quad one games 15 times this year. No other team has been able to do that more than nine times. This Kansas team just rises up to the occasion. They don't necessarily have one thing that you take a look at and you say, yeah, they're dominant in that category. They're just solid all the way around. Jalen Wilson, in my opinion, is an All-American candidate. He's giving you just under 20 points per game. Kevin McCuller, as they would do a great job on the defensive side of things. And against Texas, when Jalen Wilson in that game had a single-digit amount of points, they were still able to win that game. I think that this is a tough matchup for a Texas team that ever since Chris Beard left the fold, they've been playing a little bit more up-tempo, and it's been at the detriment of their defense. Serge Barry Rice has been rock solid for this Texas team, but Texas only has one guy that gives you north of four and a half rebounds per game. I think the Kansas wins from within. Personally, I'm going to be taking them on the money line, getting three in the contest. That was convincing for me, so I was going to take the points with Kansas. Greg, uh, Pitt was in the uh, really the the ultimate go-again spot the other night with uh, Notre Dame, Mike Bray's last game in South Bend, and then Pitt, first time you get ranked, usually you finally get respect, and then the, the egg gets laid. But still, the Panthers are in a three-way tie in the ACC right now between them, Virginia, and also their opponent on Saturday, the Miami Hurricanes of Jim Laranaga. I don't know who wants to win this ACC. Miami loses last Saturday. Virginia loses last Saturday, and then Pitt loses on Wednesday. But you're going to go back to the Panthers off the bad performance against the Hurricanes tomorrow. I think that that was a massive wake-up call for Pittsburgh. And Pittsburgh had some good success against Miami already. They were able to win the first time around. That was 71-68. to Might be the only modicum of defense that we've seen either of these two teams play because both of these teams have been pathetic on that side of things. But I do think that Frederico, Frederico actually matches up relatively well with no Chad Omir, who's been a double-double machine. And Miami is the deal with the injury to Nigel Peck as well. I think that he's going to be playing in this game, but Nigel Peck has honestly been 100%. And he's honestly been a little bit disappointed with this Miami team. Meanwhile, for Pittsburgh, they do a good job. They'll be able to run the point with Jamarius Burton, coupled with Nelly Cummings, giving you a little bit over nine assists per game. And I thought that this was interesting. Miami's actually giving up three points more per one hour possessions when they're at home rather than a roadside shooting court environment. Pittsburgh have been road warriors all season long. I think that that loss against Notre Dame, a relatively unsightly one, is going to get this team motivated. I do think that they're going to be able to hold within the number. Personally, one that on personal bets, I'm not going to sprinkle on the money line, but being able to get six F, that appeals to me. Pitt, by the way, did beat Virginia and Miami during the regular season already, so they'll clinch the title if they get the outright win tomorrow. All right. Kansas plus three, Pittsburgh plus six and a half, first two plays for Greg Hoops-Peterson. Uh, let's go to a couple totals, Greg. Uh, the losers from the Thursday night games in L.A. in the Pac-12, Arizona State and USC hookup, and uh, you're going to play the Sun Devils and Trojans under 143 and a half. Yep, we've got an Arizona State team that has been, shall we say, suspect with their offense all season long, but Arizona State, contrary to what we've seen out of them for the most part in the Bobby Hurley era, they've been doing a really good job with their defense. They're actually 34th in the country. Turned points a on a per-possession basis. Arizona State has been a spotty three-point shooting team, and guess what USC does really well? They do a good job of being able to guard inside the painted areas. USC has Joshua Morgan is able to give you multiple blocks per game. Vincent Iwuchuku has been incredible with his defense as well. USC, as a matter of fact, third in the country in opponents' two-point shooting percentage. Arizona State, they're number four. USC has been able to ascend a little bit with their three-point shooting percentage as you've got Boogie Ellis along with Drew Peterson. Great name there. They've been able to combine for 32 points. They're able to shoot relatively well from three-point range, but USC is a little bit sloppy with the ball. Arizona State takes care of the ball, but they really don't make a lot of threes. Both of these teams are a little bit more brisk, but they're not necessarily out of control with regards to their pace. I think with both of these teams doing such a good job of guarding within the uh, 
arc that it's going to lead to a lot of risks. Neither of these teams, I think, are going to be able to bury their threes, which is why I do like this total under. Greg, uh, for your next one, uh, Sun Belt Tournament, it is, I believe, the eight versus the one South Alabama against uh, Southern Miss. Southern Miss was picked pretty much dead last by a lot of the prognosticators down there, but they're in the number one seed at 14-4 and four in the league. They get South Alabama. They split the two regular season meetings, South Alabama uh, losing 76-72 at Southern Miss, and then they blew out Southern Miss uh, down there in Mobile, 85-54. to 54. You're not going with the side, though, here. You're on the total. Yep, I'm going to be looking at the under because, for one, You've got a little bit of a sleepy spot for both of these teams, 9 a.m. Pacific, noon Eastern time tips. So that takes a lot out of these guys usually. And you don't have either of these teams really playing up-tempo. Both of these teams are relatively mid-tempo teams. Both of these teams are in the top 85 nationally in terms of points allowed on a per-possession basis when it comes to South Alabama. They also do a good job of guarding on the interior because you've got a guy in Kevin Samuel comes in from a TCU He's able to do a good job, 10 points, 9 boards. He gives you multiple blocks per game. Also shoots right around 30% free line. So if you're looking for sort of a heck of shack sort of guy, he's that guy. And for South Alabama, as a matter of fact, 284th in the country in terms of total possession per game. Southern Miss does a good job of being able to generate turnovers. One of the top teams in terms of steals on a per-possession basis. They've got good versatility with Felipe Haas. But at the same time, you've got a South Alabama team that they've been – little bit suspect with their three-point shooting. Their top score and Isaiah Moore shoots below 25% from three-point range. Both of these teams do a good job on the interior. So I think that in a very early game, a pair of teams that don't play up tempo, a pair of teams that they really hang their head on defense, they're going to get a low-scoring slog. So I'm going to be taking a look at the under of 139.5. All right. He's got two totals there, both unders. Arizona State, USC, under 143.5. And uh, South Alabama, and Southern Miss under the total of 139.5. So uh, two unders for uh, Greg Hoops-Peterson. Let's get your best bet. Vandy off a big win at Kentucky. You're going to play against the Commodores here. Your best bet is Mississippi State minus 1.5, Greg. Yep, and this has gone up to two in a lot of spots as well. And the big reason why, Leah Robbins is on the phone for Vanderbilt. He's out for the season. He was Mr. Goodall for this team. The only guy that was giving them north of five rebounds per game. Top five in the country in terms of blocks per game. And in the four games that Vanderbilt has already played without Liam Robbins, they've lost those games by an average of eight points. They exceeded 70 points in just one of them. As a whole, Vanderbilt is in the 250 range in terms of three-point shooting percentage at all. And for Mississippi State, only one team gives up fewer points per possession on the road, and that's Tennessee. They're going to be able to bear it out. Mississippi State. Poor with their offense, but 13th in the country in terms of offensive rebound rate. Mississippi State crashes the glass. No Liam Robbins means that Mississippi State dominates that aspect of it, and they get the job done. I like Mississippi State, and that's them in the conference contest last week. They got it done for me, so I'm going to look to them once again. All right, great job tonight, Greg. Go back and finish that podcast, Coast to Coast Hoops. How much, uh, how much time do you got left on your podcast tonight? We don't have the normal – Long Saturday schedule, but we do have a lot of conference tournaments to hit. Yep, we've got a couple TBD matchups, so I'm going to sit back, get a glass of water, and then we'll finish up the final hour. (laughs) Grab a Mountain Dew. Greg (laughs) Hoops-Peterson, there you have it. His best bets back here with uh, more plays, four more contestants as we wrap up the contest show. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare.
Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. This is VSIN tonight with Matt Humans and Wes Reynolds on VSIN, the sports betting network. Wes, you're a guy who always looks for a betting edge, right? Yes. Everybody should. If you're looking for a betting edge on hockey, NBA, or college hoops, the VSIN experts have got you covered. Become a VSIN Pro subscriber with an introductory offer of only $9.99. VSIM Pro subscribers get access to our daily recap of the top plays made by show host and guest. In fact, if you got the email yesterday, you would have seen Dr. Bob and Wes Reynolds going head to head on a game, Youngstown and Detroit. And Wes, <laughs> you got the win. Dr. Bob went down in that one. Look, tools like betting splits, deep dive betting reports, and a lot more. Don't miss out on this limited time offer. Limited time offer. You never know when Bill 80 is going to pull this off the table. Yes. So jump at it now. $9.99. slash subscribe. VSIN.com. You never know when Bill's going to pull that offer. Huh? That uh, Mike Palm refers to as uh, Crazy Bill 80 with his deals. Steals and deals here at VSIN.com. <laughs> yep. Nice job, by the way, uh, picking the uh, point spread winner in that Detroit-Youngstown game. Yeah, well, um, you know, uh, Antoine Davis looks like his career is going to be over, and and you don't right. stir you don't, don't stir the pot at all. By I the do way. not want Detroit to play another game. I don't either. A losing record to finish the season. Now they're talking about playing a game in the CBI. Yeah, and I asked Davis, that question on Twitter record, last night. Are they going to no. buy into that? I, I I really hope not. That's a disgraceful way to get the to top Pistol Peach record. Don't do it. Yeah, don't do it. Yeah, no. I w- I wouldn't recommend doing that either. Uh, by the way, we do have some games going down to the wire. I believe uh, Southern Illinois, 54-51 to 51 over Missouri State. SIU is laying three, 121 and a half as I look behind me. And so, it is a final score, 54-51. to 51, SIU pushes minus three. Wands right on the number. Okay. So Saluki's advance. They do. Uh, Drake, by the way, advanced uh, earlier tonight. So it, I believe it's Bradley and Indiana State in the first semi tomorrow in Arch Madness. And then Drake will get Southern Illinois. BYU advanced in the West Coast Conference Tournament. Big first half from Portland tonight, but the Cougars turned the tables in the second half. Yeah, I'm kind of glad I just played first half on uh, on uh, the Portland Pilots. And by the way, that angle has been working today. Now, you don't want to play it every single time, but the team that plays the day before, the mm-hmm. night before, wherever it is, usually has that energy carry over, and you get a flat team sometimes, especially the first time. Now, don't do it against a team that's like on a double or triple bye. Right and play a team that's playing its third game in three days, necessarily. That angle is not as good. But if you just played that one game, either the night before or a night in between, we've kind of seen that in the Sunbelt Conference. I've said that for years. Yeah. The players, first of all, you get to break a sweat. You get familiarity with and, the rims, with the shooting background. And you also you have had to momentum. face elimination yeah. in the tournament. That's now, all right. of a sudden, this team on the bye – they haven't had to face elimination because they've been in regular season mode because it's like, okay, well, we know we got another game coming up. All right, Wes, we got more picks we got to get to. Let's get a Danielle Alvari. She's becoming a star at VSEN and DraftKings. Uh, they fly her out to New York, it seems like, every weekend now. She stays at Limo, picks her up at the airport, stays at a five star hotel. We see her on DraftKings shows. You've seen that stuff, right? I have. Yeah. All right, Danielle had a three and two week a week ago. And she is 10 and 20 in the contest, two and four in the best bets, trying to finish strong here. She's playing TCU as a two point favorite at Oklahoma. San Jose State plus one at Air Force. 
Tim Miles done a hell of a job with San Jose. You got to yeah. think he's off to a bigger job after this season. I would guess he's going to be the next Cal Berkeley coach. What do you think? You think so? I, I've been. I'm, I've heard his name mentioned. I've heard uh, Joe Pasternak yeah. at UC Santa Barbara, uh, uh, former Bob Knight manager, by the way, at Indiana University. Uh huh. Yeah, and uh, actually, I went to college with Joe. Uh, he was uh, in my class, but. <laughs> Joe Pasternak, I think, is going to move on from UCSB. Obviously, there is going to be a change out there in Berkeley. Might there also be one at Stanford? Yeah, there's going to be a change at Stanford. I think Mark Mad Dog Madsen of Utah Valley is going to yeah, get that, that job. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Anyway, Daniels plays TCU minus two, San Jose State plus one. She said this is an emotional hedge. <laughs> emotional hedge, yes. She's a former UCLA cheerleader, and um, she wants the Bruins, <clears throat> who have locked up the Pac-12 <clears throat> championship, by the way. Yep. She's taking Arizona plus five. I'm sure she's hoping for a UCLA win, but not cover. She's taking a Wildcats plus five. I did make that number a little bit shorter. I made that number four and open four and a half for five UCLA, Arizona. She's taking the Cats plus five. She's laying four and a half with USC against Arizona State. And Danielle Alvarez's best bet, Kansas State plus four and a half at West Virginia. Is she going head to head with you on that? <laughs> I believe she is. Excuse okay? me. Excuse me. I mean, I'm so stunned that she was going head to head with me. How dare you, Danielle? What was no, that? I'm just kidding. <laughs> what was that noise? Yeah, it was a uh, something <laughs> frog in my throat or something. Uh, by the way, she's happy tonight. The uh, the Bruins uh, knock off Stanford in the uh, women's Pac-12 tournament right here in Las Vegas. That was the number one seeded mm. Stanford Cardinal. All right, let's get to Paul Stone. He's tied with Danielle, ten and twenty-two and four on best bets. Paul Stone. Is really good at making numbers on college hoops. If you ask him three days in advance, what's your number on this game? He almost always is right on the number, and sometimes his number's better. I know he's going to be motivated to pick more winners here in this contest, but he's 10 and 20, 2 and 4 on best bets. He's got Auburn. He got to play in at Pickham. Auburn against Tennessee. What do you think about this one, Wes? Syracuse plus 1.5 because. The Orange look like a dead team right now. Paul is a brave man. Nobody mm-hmm. can ever say that Paul Stone is not a brave man, the pride and joy of Tyler, Texas. Boy, uh, what I've watched out of Syracuse is I kind of look to uh, see what they, what they have for tomorrow. Man, that defense, that defense is so poor. Now, they're getting a Wake Forest team who's been a real disappointment. I think Wake, unless they go on a run in the ACT tournament, they are NIT bound. I have no idea where Syracuse is bound, if any, postseason. That defense is atrocious. Are they going to let Jim Beheim write his own ending? Because, uh, I mean, what's Beheim going to coach I, 50 years? This yeah, his team I, looks I like think, it's kind of quit on Beheim. I Bayheim. think that's what he's waiting uh, on because at first I thought, okay, he's waiting for his two kids, Buddy Buckets and Jimmy Beheim. Uh, but they are gone. But I did notice this is his 49th season up in Syracuse. So is he waiting? He's been kind of cantankerous this year, too, Jim kind Beheim. Of, kind of, yeah, he's yeah. been he's been coach almighty. By the way, uh, let me reference this tweet. I talked about the Syracuse defense. This from our guy Jim Root at mm-hmm. Second Chance Points on Twitter. Look at Syracuse's last four defensive games. Duke scored 1.24 points per possession. Clemson, 1.32 points per mm-hmm. possession. Pitt, 1.5 points per possession. Georgia Tech, 1.35 points per possession. They've given up, Syracuse has given up 61 made threes. In the last four games. Three-point shooter's been lighting up that orange zone, no doubt about it. All right, Paul Stone, Auburn pick, Syracuse plus one and a half. Paul and I have the same play here, and this is one I went off the radar. I said, I think this Fresno State team's going to show up with nothing in this finale. It might be the Mm -hmm. last game for Justin Hudson and his coach. It's kind of a meaningless game. How many fans are going to show up? It's going to be a mostly empty arena in Fresno. The Chicago Chicago State traveling circus Goes from Gonzaga to Fresno. Don't play anybody anywhere, anytime. That's right. God bless. It's kind of like the Washington Generals traveling the country. Paul and I are both on Chicago State plus 12. How about that? That's a brave play. Well, I I don't disagree. I may actually play that overnight myself because Fresno obviously has the Mountain West Tournament to look forward to Mm -hmm. here at the Thomas and Mac in Las Vegas. And Chicago State, last game of the year. And, and, unless Detroit tries to schedule a game to get Antoine Davis oh, the scoring so record. That didn't happen. And Chicago anyway, State's got to go up there and play him. The Southside Cougars, Chicago State plus 12. Villanova plus 2.5 against a UConn team that's back pointed in the right direction. And best bet, Texas A&M plus 1. So you see Paul Stone's plays there. Auburn, Syracuse, Chicago State, Villanova, Texas A&M. Rex Byers, head odds maker of Play Up USA, tweeted, no arguments with Bacon Nation. 
for a sponsorship. If we can get Mike Palm aboard, Wes or Rex Byers said he's been there four times, has yet to experience anything resem- resembling a bad, anything resembling a bad experience. I'm a big fan of Bacon Nation over at the D. Here's Rex Byers, four and one last week, seventeen and thirteen, three and three in his best bets. Alabama, Texas A&M under one fifty and a half. Oklahoma State plus six and a half. Oregon State minus seven. Wayne Tinkle trying to get a win. Is he on the way out? Northern Arizona minus four and Oregon minus seven. We've had a lot of common plays in the contest tonight. Rex Byers, none of those common plays. There you go. And his best bet, again, Oregon in the Pac-12. That's Oregon against Stanford. Mm-hmm. Uh, here are my plays. And uh, we've talked about these uh, pretty much all these games tonight. So just quick run through here. I went 5-0 and last week, Wes. I want to keep the winning streak going here. 16 and 14, 4 and 2 on the best bets. My best bet is Auburn plus one and a half. That's a common play with Same a lot of us. Same these with me. Yep. Also on Texas A&M plus one, Oklahoma plus two, Kansas plus three, and Chicago State plus 12. I'll tell you, I really debated the fifth play, and Oklahoma is my fifth play. Uh, I thought about UC Santa Barbara, I thought about a few others, uh, but the weakest of those five, in my estimation, is Oklahoma. But A&M, Oklahoma, Kansas, Chicago State, best bet, Auburn plus one and a half. Wes, good luck on Saturday. I'll need it. And Maybe. Thanks, thanks to all the uh, guests we've had on tonight. Mike Palm, Aaron Moore, Jim Root, Will Hill, Tim Murray, and Greg Hoops-Peterson. Cash and tickets, VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Jeff Parles on deck. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.